the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com. Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy Steele, and I am here with some incredible youth workers from all around the country. And uh, we are going to talk about evaluating your youth ministry programs. Uh, you know, sometimes it can be a little testy, especially at the beginning of the year, because you end of the year and, and you don't you don't always want to evaluate them because you you know some of the things you're trying to forget. <laughs> um, but it's it's the right time. You have to do it. So before we get started on that, let's go around, introduce everybody, and we'll start with Chris. Chris, can you tell us uh, who you are and where you're from? Yeah, my name is Chris Lynch. Um, I'm the uh, director of South Carolina Ministries of Young People for the South Carolina Annual Conference. Neil? Hey. Hi, I'm Neil Bowes. I'm the Director of Youth Ministry at Jesse Lee Church in Ridgefield, Connecticut, and consult with the New York Conference. Sharon. Hi, I'm Sharon, and I am the Coordinator of Age Level Ministries for the Wisconsin Conference. And Scott. I'm Scott Meyer, and I'm the Director of Student Ministries at McFarland United Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. Eddie. My name is Eddie Irwin. I'm the Director of Youth and Young Adults for the Texas Annual Conference. And Jeremy Cole. I'm Jeremy Cole. I'm the Director of Youth Ministries at St. Mary's United Methodist Church in St. Mary's, Georgia. All right. So, uh, Scott, here, here's the question. W- where do you start when you are trying to evaluate your program? You know, it's January and you're sitting down for the first time after, you know, after all of what December was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. W- where do you start with that? Well, you know, for me, evaluation really has to begin a year before you're going to evaluate. And what I mean by that is to set out a clear set of goals for the year ahead and then evaluate off those goals. Because if you just evaluate willy-nilly, walk through your calendar and look at this worked, this didn't work, um, you almost find, I find myself emotionally tied to certain events that maybe I felt good about. And so if I can set a year in advance, some, some goals, this is what, you know, and some of them for me are numerical. I want to see this kind of growth in a particular program. I want to try these kinds of new programs. If I can set that side a year in advance and then a year later, look back and, and ask myself, okay, how did I, how did I do based on some of the benchmarks that I set for that coming year? Right. Uh, Eddie, what about you? Where, where do you start? Yeah, I, I think Scott's a uh, great uh, idea there that setting those benchmarks and, and evaluating there too. Uh, one of the cautions I have is not uh, comparing, not evaluating yourself based on what the church down the street is doing. Oh, uh, man, it, uh, you know, reach reach out uh, maybe to, to that youth director and certainly to some of your parents, uh, your, your senior pastor and those sort of folks. Uh, and and kind of get their feedback. Uh, we always tend to, to view our ministries with rose-colored glasses or, or too critical, right. uh, but having some out, outside input helping the evaluation process uh, and you discern what, what was really successful and, and talking to your students and having them help uh, evaluate your program was always helpful for me. Yeah, that's a big deal. Sharon, how, how do you do that? Like, how do, what do you where do you start when you're just trying to get some feedback to get out of your own head uh, from all those different stakeholders? Well, I think one of the things that's important for me is to be clear about my goals before an event. So mm-hmm. uh, I also kind of want to rewind us six months. Um, if you haven't been doing that, you can start doing it for your events 
Right. Uh, it's a great it's a great job. You can just kind of procrastinate, right? Let, don't evaluate now. <laughs> Set your goals. <laughs> right, right. If you don't know what your hopes are for the outcomes, it's hard to then have that realistic. Right. Um, because not only do you have 800 voices outside your own head, uh, hmm. you are stuck in your own brain as well. So uh, for me, that's real key is having that sort of before I even started the event, this is what I hoped to get out of it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then, Neil, what, how do you sift through all the different voices? You know, because the reality is some people's opinion um, can be just not important. <laughs> while, while others, uh, others, it doesn't even matter if their opinion is accurate. It's an important opinion. How do you kind of sift through all of that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, and for me, it's a lot what these folks have been saying. Um, but it, it goes it goes all the way back to the original purpose mm -hmm. of the event, right? So you have to know the purpose of what you're trying to do so that you can set the goals so that you right. can then go ahead and evaluate against the goals. And um, uh, I think sometimes part of the reason that so many different voices crop up is because uh, your core leadership team uh, mm -hmm. has forgotten uh, the purpose. Uh, the, the, the vision has sort of dimmed a little bit and, and they get caught up in the details of the event instead of continuing to understand why it is that you're doing that particular event. So yeah. I think I think there's a lot of work that needs to be put into uh, making sure that all of your volunteers and, and everybody who works with you understand your purpose and your vision uh, going forward. And I think that might help to, um, you know, straighten out the, the voices. I don't think it'll be all one accord, but at least you'll have something then to go back against to say, well, it's because this is what we were trying to accomplish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you communicate that? And what do you do to make sure people know that? And, and how widely do you make the, the purpose of an event known? I think it uh, starts with a vision statement for your ministry. Um, and, you know, it, that needs to be something that's, that's pretty simple that kind of brings uh, the, the basic points of, of what the ministry tries to accomplish all together in a sentence or two, something that you can memorize and something that you can go, you know, back against. And then, um, you know, for evaluating, you, you can take each point of your purpose statement and, and pass it out to your adult leaders and, and the youth leaders within your ministry and say, all right, letter grade, A to F, how do we do on each one of these points? Mm, that's cool. Um, you know, so you can kind of evaluate back that way so chris you let's just assume we've got the we, we've clearly done all of the stuff right we've had a good purpose some goals set out we've communicated that to our leaders um and now you're kind of sitting down with the data that you've collected um what do you do with that um and when you're when you're at that point kind of what's that middle step for me it, it looks like Kind of what what Neil I think was just saying about you know you give you give it a grade or you give it a one to five or you you know maybe you look at if you have different um, I guess um, benchmarks if you've made you know if if you look you evaluate the different areas of of that event you know it, maybe maybe attendance is one of those and that tends that tends to be the holy grail way too often as high people come to mm -hmm. an event. If it's if, if a large number of people come, then it was a success. 
Um, and I think that's, that gets back to what has been said over and over again here. That's the importance of knowing what the goal is because usually the goal is not just to get a bunch of people here. It's to make an impact. And so sometimes it, you got to figure out how, how, what it is you're measuring and how what you're measuring helps you accomplish the purpose. Um, yeah. You know, if, 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 if the purpose of the, or the goal of an event is, is to, um, uh, man, I'm struggling here to figure out a good um, option. But if it's to 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 make a disciple, then you know, what does that look like? And how do we do in connecting folks with Jesus? Or how do we how do we do in um, in connecting uh, the Bible to everyday life? You know, and, and grading out on those sort of things that are that are that are effective, or if if done well, then help you to ins- help ensure that you did. Um, accomplish the goals you're trying to accomplish and that could be done like i said in, in some kind of a rating scale whether that's mm-hmm. you know poorly you know poor good you know poor fair good great or mm-hmm. a through f or one through five or, or whatever it is i think you and you get an overall grade kind of average those out or maybe have a, a number of maybe another way too is include some of your um other folks in that process and yeah. you know give some of your volunteers hey how how do you how would you grade this out in each of these five areas and then take the average grade and, or that, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's good. Now, Jeremy, w- once you've kind of made done some evaluation <clears throat> and you figure out what's gone well and poorly and that kind of stuff, you know, I think what that's the other place that people really fall flat sometimes is remembering to evaluate, but not remembering when they're planning the next event that they evaluated it, you know, before and, and kind of not incorporating what, what they learned and what they kind of wrote down in their debrief kind of deal. So Jeremy, what do you, what do you do to, to make sure that you are actually implementing changes based on your evaluations? Uh, well, what I do is uh, first I take the, just looking at the program, each program individually to our leadership committee, which has uh, a few adults and mostly students. And we evaluate what's going right, what feels wrong, what seems to feel missing, what's confusing, and where did we see Christ? And and then we, we get everybody on board with the same vision that mm-hmm. this is how we want to change X, Y, or Z and try to do that together. And then evaluate that through our monthly meetings to see how we're going and is it really achieving the purpose that we want it to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's huge. And I, I think it's important that uh, everything is on the table during the evaluation process. Yeah. So, you know, even the sacred cows, right? The things that we've always done is that, I mean, some things need tweaking, uh, you know, kids change and, and the way that we reach in needs to change and everything needs to be on the table. And, and that's, some things need uh, very hard. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, my feeling is that when we're evaluating stuff, usually we come out with some really good things, things that went really well. And then I don't know that I've ever had a time when I when we did a good job evaluating what was going on that we didn't come up with some real, real things that did not happen well, that places where we drop the ball or, or things just aren't doing right. Um, you know, I feel like, um, the middle of the ground stuff, um, I don't really, I don't really share with our leadership 
you know, like our senior pastor and that kind of stuff. But, um, but I really think after you spend some time evaluating what's happening, it's time to sit, sit down for a meeting with, uh, with whoever is your supervisor or, you know, senior leader in your church and say, all right, here's, here's what's going awesome. Here's what is not going awesome. So they really have a sense of, of the program and they aren't blindsided because sometimes, um, sometimes people will only tell the negative stuff to them and they don't know how to respond. Oh yeah, that's they They know that they're working on that or, or respond with, yeah, that's a struggle, but this other thing is going really, really well. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, but the other piece we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about the importance to set goals and define the purpose of things. So here's a question that I'm just going to kind of toss out to everybody uh, and we can just step on each other as we try to answer it. Um, <laughs> what are some non-attendance measures for events that may not be focused on attendance? I think you have to get uh, the participants to share stories of their own personal transformation. Um, and, 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 you know, sometimes that even might even include some personal stories of why the event sucked, you know, right. um, I think those sometimes are okay. Uh, but, but more importantly, um, uh, those stories of where a student, a leader, maybe on a mission trip, the way a family that you served, some some story of transformation. Because, you know, part, part of our, our calling as United Methodists is to transform the world. Wesleyans um, is to transform the world. And uh, that comes oftentimes not in large groups, but as individuals are transformed. Um, and to me, those, I mean, the two things I evaluate more than anything else are numbers because I'm kind of a numbers junkie. That's my thing. But the close second is the, the individual stories of transformation. How was yeah. somebody's life changed? Sometimes that comes directly from them. And sometimes that will also come from somebody who's observed that in somebody else, maybe a leader or another student who can say, Hey, I saw this happen with this person. Also a thing to think about is, um, or another way to measure that success is maybe by, by responses. And, and I mean, and this is kind of a weird way of saying, um, you know, if there's something you challenge them to do or a conversation you challenge them to have, or, you know, are you, or, you know, what, what's the response you get, you know, are, are your adults, are, are they, um, after the, after the program's over, you know, are you, are your adults coming and telling stories of the, what will be the conversation I had with so-and-so about what was said or right. about this part of the program, or even sometimes, you know, capitalizing in the, the world of social media we live in, because when kids are impacted, they're going to share it on social media. So sometimes even on social media, you may see things that, um, that are affirming that the program had the impact that you wanted to have or, or whatever else. So there's different ways of, you know, responding. I don't mean just response to like a, to an altar call, but just uh, if you're challenging uh, them to do something or to take action in their lives uh, and then having some kind of follow-up where you might find out, hey, how did that, you know, were you able to do something different? Did it make an impact? Those sort of things are, are another way to measure success. Yeah. Two of the things I like to look at is sort of similar to that, looking at what is their engagement um, I've had the chance to work with a couple of really small youth groups over the years. If we mm -hmm. counted everybody on a good day, we'd have three. Yeah. Um, so numbers are not a good um, 
a good source, but while they're, they're there, do they seem to be engaged? Or are they checked out? Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of a, a subjective measure, but you know when the kids are really engaging with you and when they uh, would rather be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, and sort of the, the more tangible way to track that is to look at retention. Um, are they coming back? Are they choosing yeah. to, to make this a valuable thing in their lives? Or are they choosing to say, I got other things that I can do and they don't come back? Yeah. I would, I would echo that. And uh, I think what's, what's a great measure of your program's success, whatever it is that you do, is for me, like when, when I see that I have a student that will really open up to another leader and that that leader is very well invested in those kids and, and maybe even also that, that student that's been pretty closed off for a long time and they finally open up or like what happened with me yesterday, uh, a student giving me a call when they were in a really rough situation. And I thought it was really cool that I'm, I'm the phone call that they decided to make and, you know, me or another adult that's, that's involved with the, with the ministry. Yeah. All of these things are, you know, Holy spirit driven, yes. which is so very difficult to quantify. Right. I mean, it's easy to count bodies in the room and it's easy to look at the amount of money we spent. Um, but the, the stuff that we really have to measure is is really difficult to quantify. And it really mm -hmm. comes down to, you know, the individual's stories, uh, yeah. as you've been saying. But that, that's real hard to talk about at a church council meeting. Yeah. And yet I find that if you begin your boring report with some of these stories that you've been collecting, what they're going to remember is the story that you told, the story of transformation. They might not they might not remember exactly that, you know, the, the attendance number that you reported or, or the whatever, but, but if you tell, if you've got a good story of a, of a student being transformed, that goes miles further uh, than saying, ah, oh, we increased our attendance by 5% this year. <laughs> uh, if you can bring the student along with you. Oh yeah. So they can tell their own story. I mean, yeah. It doesn't, you know, they'll double your budget right then. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You can take that to the bank. That's our guarantee. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd also add to, to trust your gut uh, in, in the evaluation process too. Uh, and, uh, and kind of take, evaluate your and your volunteers bandwidth uh, of, you know, it, it may have been a great numerically successful event or uh, a great spiritually moving one, but if it, completely drained you and your team uh that may not be the right time or place uh or or event for your ministry too so right no that's a hundred percent well thank you guys so much for all of this insight this is so important and helpful um especially as we kind of start fresh um to to evaluate things in, in, uh, on something bigger than a numerical scale right um and so Really, that's what this is all about. You know, we want to uh, we want to be there for you when you um, sit down and log on um, to work. We want to kind of have your back with games and ideas and resources and training like this. Uh, you can find all of that at youthworkercollective.com. And you can find more podcasts like this at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. 